episode 89 of the Design Details Podcast. I'm Brian Levin. And I'm Bryn Jackson. This episode, we hung out with Justin Pervorce. He's a designer and illustrator at Dropbox. Super talented dude. We were stoked to have him. We hope you enjoy the show. If you do, hit us up on Twitter. We're at Design Details FM. Join our Slack team. Over 2,500 people in there talking about design and development. That's at spec.fm slash slack. And if you need more podcasts for designers and developers, go to spec.fm. There's over five podcasts in our network, and we are working on more. Before we get into the show with Justin, huge thanks to the two sponsors that have made this episode possible. First up, as always, Dropbox. Dropbox is the simplest way to work the way you want. They're all about handling all of the syncing and sharing and backend stuff that you don't really want to deal with so that you can just focus on your work. And so that's whether you're sketching, coding, prototyping, whatever, uh, Dropbox is with you throughout the entire design process or really any process. It's totally up to you. Uh, it works with any kind of file. So you're free to choose the tools you need for any sort of project. And when you're ready for feedback, you can send large files to anyone super fast. You just send a link. Uh, everything's uploaded in the background. They can view things as a preview instead of downloading the whole huge file. And then they can leave comments in line too. Their commenting feature gives people a central place to post their thoughts. It's just right on the file. And that way, conversations can happen right alongside the work itself instead of an email or somewhere else. Dropbox gives you the freedom to work on anything from anywhere with anyone you choose. You can get started at dropbox.com. Thanks once again to Dropbox. Our second sponsor back again is Wayno, a full-service digital agency, the all-dancing, all-singing, fast-growing, not-quite-bourgeois, not-quite-bohemian, full-service digital agency doing world-class work for companies like Medium, Google, Airbnb, Reuters, and Dropbox, of course. If you haven't heard of them, you've certainly seen their work. They are all over Dribbble, posting amazing shots of some of their client work. It's beautiful. We can learn a lot from it. They also publish case studies on their website, which you should definitely read. They're sponsoring this show because they enjoy listening. They want to support us. We've had Hallie, the founder, on twice, and it's just an awesome company that we are so happy to support. They want you to know that they're hiring. They have an office in New York that they recently opened and an office here in San Francisco. So if you're ready for a change and your next job at an amazing agency, please get in touch. Go to wayno.co. That's U-E-N-O dot C-O. Click the careers link at the top and tell them that we sent you. Thanks so much once again to Wayno for sponsoring the show. And with that, let's get into episode 89 with Justin Pervorce. Uh, my name is Justin Pervorce. Pervois. Pervois. Uh, it's French. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I'm calling it Pervois from now Pervois. on. That's cool. Most people butcher it anyways. So uh, it's, yeah, it's just one of those names that's really hard to get. So well, Pervorces? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of written on the tin, right? Like, uh, surprisingly, most people can't do it. Like, prevorce, <laughs> pervorce, <laughs> pervorce, pervorce, <laughs> provose. Uh, yeah, <laughs> most people don't get it right. Uh, I'm a dad, husband. You know all those typical things. I'm just another ding dong, <laughs> making pretty stuff. So making pretty yeah, stuff, trying to make pretty stuff that you know people like. Or don't like. Well, our normal. I don't really care. It's whatever. Yeah, it's cool. You know, it's all it's all for fun, right? Yeah. Hey. Shits and gigs. Shits and gigs. Our normal second question is, what are you working on right now? <laughs> but we've caught you at an interesting time. Tell us about that. Um, what are you working on right now? What am I working on right now? <laughs> uh, I don't know why you didn't just ask that. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you ask that, man? <laughs> you can still work on shit. Yeah. I could be working on something right are now. You? You but are you? But are uh, you? Really? Yeah, you know, I'm working uh, on a couple, like, little things, I guess. I don't know. But, like, in earnest? 
no. Right now, let's see. What am I working on? You're dodging the question. Is what I'm not dodging on. the question. Uh, so I actually, uh, I will. I assume we'll talk about it later. Now, but uh, right before I hurt myself earlier this year, uh, I had started uh, planning out like building a new website and uh, launching personal with, website. Like, a personal website. Launching with like a small little store of goods. Uh, since I just like making little physical things. Look at you, Putnaming. Look, look at me. What kinds of things do you want to sell? Uh, I have like some prints and uh, I'm also uh, trying to, my wife is very creative too. Uh, and I uh, want to make just kind of more things with her, like try and, you know, collaborate with her and make some really like short run, just uh, unique, like one of a kind random things bags maybe bags maybe, specifically maybe yeah maybe you just came some up, bags just some things bags bags <laughs> grocery bags uh you know totes for you know the farmers totes market. for my goats yeah totes uh yeah just you know try, trying to like experiment more with things that uh i used to do that i haven't done in a while or you're gonna get crafty um yeah so but yeah for the most part um I'm in a, I'm in like a chill mode right now. Super chill. I'm in the chill zone. I live on an island, so I mean, like Treasure Island, Alameda. I live in Alameda. It is an island. Alameda is so, an island. It's an island. Really? Yeah. I, didn't I, t- know that. I take the ferry into the into the city every day. What? Yeah. Why don't you live in the city? Why isn't it good enough for you? <laughs> uh, so I uh, moved here uh, just about two years ago from. I lived uh, about 45 miles outside of Atlanta, uh, surrounded by beautiful countries, country views of cow pastures and yeah, vistas. Yeah. Uh, artisanal, you know, wheat fields. <laughs> um, so, you know, lived a pretty quiet life. Uh, humble. Could, yeah. Humble. humble mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so going going from that to uh, the chaos that I uh, being like going from Justin Pervorce to Pervorce yeah Pervorce Pervois Pervois uh, where did you start designing and illustrating and delivering pizza oh man and you have did, you and did having a motorcycle you did your work because you did deliver pizza and it was I your. Did favorite job yep. of all time? still is but now you're an illustrator I'm designer an illustrator. uh you could illustrate pizza boxes that's big no, internet I, points i actually would uh a lot of my friends would like call and order pizza uh from the two different places that i worked and i would draw stuff like inside of the boxes sometimes that's awesome. why don't you sell your prints on pizza boxes Maybe I will. That would oh, be the that's a great ever. idea. That's a good idea. You, you put the screws in the inside, like mounted to your wall, and the print's on the front flap. That'd be the greatest thing ever. Delete that. Delete that part. <laughs> we can't have anyone <laughs> stealing this idea. <laughs> I'm going to patent it right now. So take us back to that time in your life. When I was delivering pizzas. When you're delivering pizzas, and what happened next? Wow, that is like some Terry Gross shit, dude. Well, I was in like high school, so, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I love to, I love to drive. Uh, when I lived in Atlanta, I had 45 mile commute one way. Uh, 
So uh, I just, you know, listen to music, call my mom, uh, call my friends and, you know, shoot the shit. Can I say bad words on here? Is that okay? I wouldn't call them bad words. I'd call them great words. Great The words. greatest words. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't know. Wait, never mind. You had Nick on here, so. I get a lot of shit for swearing on here all the time. And I'm like, nah, we're good. We have the explicit, like, little red E. Okay. Good to go. Um, yeah, you know, it's just, it's like good, uh, like, decompression time. Um, but, I, you know, I just deliver pizzas to, like, the weirdest people. Uh, I worked, I worked, like, day shift, like, for the longest time. And you'd mostly be delivering to like people staying in extended stay, like hotels uh, <laughs> or like some, uh, like a big, like church event or something like that where they're ordering 60 like, pizzas. Yeah. 60 pepperoni only pizzas. Uh, and wherever like guys optimize, like seriously, you can get some more flavor in your life. I wasn't quite thinking about like, you know, user experience yeah. uh, <laughs> pizza user experience yeah. yes because i i probably like my cell phone was probably like a flip phone at the time it, not even that maybe you weren't like, about that pizza conversion maybe one of those like bricks i was about free pizza lots of free pizza uh and i i like pizza cold as opposed to hot so i would like make a pizza all right we're done here put it in the deep freezer Put it in a deep freezer. Yeah. Jeez. You probably like green olives on it. Yeah, because it's huh? like, you know, I'm like, I'm flash freezing it. Green olives? You don't like green olives? Well, not on pizza. What's what's it, your pizza topping of choice? I like pepperoni and onion and red bell pepper. That's my jam right there. Okay. Or like Neapolitan pizza. That's pretty rad too. Like ice cream? Neapolitan ice cream on mm-hmm. a pizza? Like Never had it? Dessert pizza? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Take us back. You, you're even deliver- further than pizza no, 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 no. Okay. you're delivering pizza like what happened next uh what happened next i played i played a lot of music uh and kind of farted around for a while uh but as one does as one does you didn't go to college is that right i didn't go to college good call i'm self-taught it's a waste uh, of my time debt man that debt uh i had a lot of friends that were already in college like specifically for design too and like saw how much you know stress they were experiencing or they would share how much debt they were already in and not even you know finished just from having to move somewhere or uh you know having to fork out a ton of money to live in a more expensive city and that did not appeal to me so what did you do instead of going to college uh, I just kind of like slowly tried to like find my way into design, mostly through doing stuff for friends a lot around music, posters, CDR work. Uh, so graphic design, graphic design. Uh, so yeah, I did a lot of that and, uh, started to pick up doing a lot of stuff, uh, within the music industry. Um, music industry. That's, my my yeah. major was called music industry. <laughs> music industry. Just to be clear. <laughs> like, that's literally what it was called. It was basically audio engineering with a little bit of business. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, toured a lot with uh, other bands, just kind of like traveling around and getting to, you know, see the 
the country from a perspective of a grungy 18 year old uh and got married very young huge mistake i was 20 terrible i was 21 (laughs) i beat you you did i beat you i beat you here uh you did you got me so yeah i got married really young um and kind of just continued down the path of like taking on whatever projects would come my way uh started to get bigger work from you know record labels that were a little more reputable and uh could pay more than like a hundred dollars they were they weren't record labels with like firm air quotes in the logo uh and uh slowly like kind of started getting more into like web stuff got heavily into flash Mm -hmm. just like a lot of other people unfortunately it's a hell of a drug Uh, you know it's just it's yeah it's a cruel mistress yeah it's just a dark mystery flash is kind of the opposite of what it is yeah yeah i think yeah you're right a misnomer yeah how do you feel about the death of flash adobe's telling people not to use flash anymore um i feel like it makes sense (laughs) it's about time (laughs) like duh (laughs) it should have been done a long time ago uh but you know it's I think everything like takes time for a reason, whether you see it or not. So I'm sure you guys know that hashtag business goals. Uh, so you, you were doing all this stuff for, for you know, yeah. So like, yeah, just stuff like with, for like, you know, my bands, friends bands, uh, and that led into t- like, bands, hundred yeah. bands. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was yes. Good nice yeah, dude you did it <laughs> drake joke yeah. slipped in um it i mean it in reality it sucked like it was it was pretty terrible like thinking back to it like i think i was okay with it at the time because i was so young and like any any money outside of like working just a, a normal job uh and getting to create something that was like really awesome and exciting and i probably just blew it all on dumb stuff but uh, I eventually ended up at a sign shop, actually. Uh, that sounds dope. It actually was kind of cool. Um, I love painted signs. They're my favorite. It was pretty, pretty cool. I got to get a little bit of a introduction into like yeah, hand painting signs. And, uh, there's actually a guy that worked there, uh, just, in, insane amount of like knowledge uh like gilding and uh he would do these like just insane like hand carved wood signs just sitting there with like chisels just like chipping away but like these just super insane like detailed like 3d like a beer mug for a pub or something like that but that was like uh that was probably my first introduction into like seeing things produced um and like having experience around like a cnc and like learning like autocad and uh corel draw you guys know about that who doesn't know corel draw brian, brian. brian's too young for corel i draw. never used corel it's draw. still out did you know that what yeah it still exists i kind of want to mess with it now not really not at all actually. <laughs> my, it's pretty it's like, pretty terrible my first like, job our supporting designers which was like as an it person I'd like fly out to Maryland for a week and install Coral Draw on like a fuck ton of machines. It's crazy. 
so yeah, I, I got to like learn about a lot of uh, really like interesting things that I think I've translated into my work even to this day. Um, like even like neon um, and just like uh, I got a pretty interesting like introduction into uh, architectural engineering. Um, they did a lot of uh, like high rise uh, condominiums and businesses like the, you know, like big, like huge uh, channel letter signs, like for the top of buildings uh, down to like the number plaques on the door of Brian's apartment. Yeah. Uh, and that was also kind of uh experience for me like getting more into like web stuff because they did all their uh like own like collateral for website and marketing stuff uh huge trucks they drive drive around to like for actual job installs so you know vinyl wraps for for their trucks and um yeah just i mean things that like i'm sure a lot of people like early on in a design career would be like Ugh. like i don't i don't want to do that um and i'm sure even then i was probably like that on some of like oh i don't want to do a stupid like you know vinyl wrap for a for a box truck but uh beneath me yeah uh but it, it like i learned a lot from it um and i started to get like more into uh like learning PHP and JavaScript and action script, uh, which eventually led into, uh, like a transition into the agency world. Um, so I worked freelance through some agencies full time through an agency for a while. Uh, I guess probably like three or four years of that. And I actually freelanced for about a year, even before, the sign shop just doing like all of the music stuff that I was doing and some small business stuff that I would get through like my, uh, my dad's company. Um, just his like business connections. And I don't know what, I just kind of reached a point where I felt like I hadn't necessarily like figured out like everything with design, but I felt like I had gotten enough from the experience of like working within agencies that, it wasn't like what I wanted um, and was like taking my interest in like products uh, physical into consideration and started thinking more about like actual digital products, uh, which led me to MailChimp, which, which was actually kind of weird. Cause I, I think when I first like started talking to them, it was actually for like a front end, like engineer position, that I, and I didn't know that I like was going in with the like thought of like, Oh cool. It's like a design position. And then they're talking to me about like working on all this like stuff for the website. And I was like, uh, like I can do that, but it's going to be like terrible and sloppy. And, mm -hmm. uh, it, it was a very like mutual, like understanding that it just wasn't like a good fit, okay. um, but stayed in touch. And I was probably like maybe like three or four months later, they extended an offer to me for a design position to uh, work on a team called design lab under uh, the creative direction of Ron Lewis. And I just got to make a bunch of weird, crazy shit. There was a lot of trust um, 
and a, ability to just explore something as long as you felt that it was like you know an a- appropriate thing to do and it was uh attached to something that we we're trying to solve or uh something that felt like a a good opportunity to explore or goal adjacent go- goal adjacent is is that like a business phrase no i'm just saying it. okay uh i like to say thing adjacent adjacent is a weird word it's great it almost sounds when you say it fast it almost sounds like you're saying adjacent a single Jason. A single Jason. <laughs> One unit of Jason. One Jason. Value Jason. So yeah, I, I mean, I got I made a vinyl toy there, which was like super awesome and still exists. Life goals. Uh, yeah, life goals. Uh, that was an insane project too. That took, man, it was almost two years. Uh, just because like we we wanted it to be perfect and you know went through different concepts of like what was the toy actually like doing was it something that was you know had accessories that you could like change out was it uh you know something that was just like blank slate and you could like you know color on it with markers or do whatever with it uh and uh found out there's a lot of like really like specific like legal issues around uh things with final toys because of you know child safety and whatnot and uh knowing that a lot of our customers had kids uh because of a previous project where i did a coloring book uh and you know people were sending back like photos uh through like our support program uh or through twitter of like their kids like with these coloring books it's like eh, this is probably going to go to a kid though i think more adults probably kept these for sure it was all adults drawing or coloring them too they're just probably, doing it really yeah, poorly yeah. on purpose <laughs> uh so yeah there were there were just like a lot of limitations with that uh as far as like what you could and couldn't do without potentially being in like a really weird like you know space of so potentially where, what did you sued. end up making like what what did the final design end up being for the toy? A toy. No accessories. It's just a toy, man. Painted, colored. Uh it yeah, it was it's it's really crazy actually how they do it. So um they'll make whatever the primary like color is within like a toy, like whatever uh takes up like the most um, you know, coverage essentially, they will make the actual toy out of that color of whatever material it is like pvc or vinyl um and there's all different types of processes for like how they do that um but so he's like primarily like brown uh so it was like a brown pvc mailchimp freddy mailchimp freddy uh and then they have these little like tiny masks like they literally just hold them up to the spots of like of the toy that like are going to get specific color and then just like little like little airbrush spray of paint to like like his eyes are like black it's just like they hold it up and there you go weird face stencils yeah um yeah there's just like we you know like spent time figuring out like what does his hat look like does he have a backpack if he does can it come off uh you know what what do we put on like his feet like does it say MailChimp? Do we not put anything? Do we make it like really conspicuous? 
Um, so it was it was really cool, and then getting to see the process of like uh, someone sculpting it. Um, we partnered with uh, Super Seven, who is actually here in San Francisco. They, I mean, they just work with these like amazing, uh, like toy industry people that like just sculpt these insane toys. Like uh, you remember like Spawn figures when you're younger? Yes. Like how intense like the detail was. Mm-hmm. The cape. Uh, yeah. I mean, just crazy, crazy amounts of detail. But I think the guy that actually did ours, uh, I don't, I don't remember what all he had done, but they had like shown us some stuff that he had done. It was just like, it was so crazy to then immediately think like, Oh, these like this vector artwork is going to turn into this like 3d sculpted hand sculpted, like, character that it will eventually like come to life and like move and uh, become a real boy become a real boy i'm a real boy what was your title or like task at mailchimp sounds like you worked on really awesome projects to bring delight to customers like uh, what was i don't what was your role what did you have to do uh, the structure there was really flat so um i, I was designer um it was just kind of a, kind of a thing where you could almost like make make your role what you wanted to, and, and you know, in in a way. But uh, it's kind of like monkey know, business. It's yeah, it's monkey business. You know, you're just chimping around. It's banana peels, man. Okay, speaking of <laughs> toys and wonderment, there's a puppet of you out in the world. <laughs> there is a puppet. I turned into a puppet. Uh, what about? That's a convenient skill. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you just, I can't snap with my hand. <laughs> Can we get some context we, on left the, hand? On my hand? Or do the, you want to talk about the puppet? The puppet. Uh, puppet? Like, what do you hand. want to know about the puppet? Why is there a puppet of you? Uh, That's Linda's Linda, doing, Yeah, right? that was Linda's doing. So, you know. Linda Eliason? Yeah. Yeah, I, that was, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I was picked. My charm. Mm-hmm. I just went ding. I just winked. I'm winking right now. You're just you're puppet adjacent already. Could so you like <laughs> puppet adjacent? <laughs> puppet adjacent. A single Jason puppet. Uh, yeah. So I was a puppet. That, yeah. That's the whole story. That's the whole story. All right. So uh, I think that was a terrible segue into you worked at Dropbox. I worked at Dropbox. Oh yeah. Technically, still work at Dropbox. Well, not it won't be when this comes out in two weeks. In two weeks. So that when's your last is day? Is this a future? F- Pat, f- back to the future? Your past tense you are is in back to the future. future. That's confusing. You just give me a headache. Uh, tomorrow is my last day. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wednesday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. December, two weeks ago. Tomorrow. Nine. Two weeks ago. Tomorrow. Two weeks ago. Crazy. I don't. I honestly don't know what today's date is. So. Today is Tuesday, December the eighth. Great. Okay, so tomorrow's your last tomorrow's day. Tomorrow's my last day. But you've been at Dropbox for almost two years? Almost two years. I'm like a few weeks shy, I guess. Yeah. So you ended up at Dropbox? I ended up at Dropbox. What was that like? What'd you work on? You just uh, dropped in? I just dropped in. And I became a puppet. That's it. Done. Job title. Job. Puppet. Puppet. Puppet guy. <laughs> um, so let's see. Yeah, so I started uh, Dropbox uh, last year, January. 7th 2014 and when i first started uh it was probably 
like between 400 and 500 employees. The design team was a little under 20, I believe, and a whole lot of ding-dongs. Including yourself. Including myself, but mostly Josh Puckett. Oh, you got it in. I got it in. Uh, He has the poorest choice in footwear. What was it like working with him? Pretty terrible. Let's leave it at that. Uh, uh, I don't, I mean, I didn't, I guess I didn't get a ton of opportunity to like directly work with Josh. Um, But the really cool part about uh, like the first like three to four months at Dropbox is since the team was so small and there was so much going on, like preparing uh, to launch Carousel and uh, the late Carousel. The late Carousel. Um, I, that was actually, Carousel was the first project I worked on. Did it ship on time? Was it once the early Carousel? I don't know. I came in like like hot and heavy. It was, you know, there was a lot going on. It, yeah, is that gross? Is hot and heavy gross? It Kinda. has, it has uh, implications. Okay. You're just from Atlanta. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So I started at Dropbox and was immediately like dropped into uh, like chaos, chaos, and a lot of pocket. He, yeah, God, those flip flops, man, just really just those will ruin your day. It angered, real fast. It angered me. It chased your toes. Yeah, and then sometimes he do like flip flops and the gym shorts, and I was like, dude. <laughs> What's your deal? You're not even working out. What's your deal? What else did you work on in Dropbox? I worked on uh, the mailbox website relaunch. Uh, and worked a little bit with uh, with our business team doing some uh, illustration work for uh like some admin related features and uh, worked with Putnam some on uh, some illustration stuff uh, for the website uh, when they did the jobs page relaunch. The past two years have been a little fuzzy. My son was uh, two months old when I moved out here. So lots of not sleep happening. Right. So yeah, I just, I did a little bit of everything. Uh, and it was it was crazy but awesome but you're leaving out one particularly badass project the deli oh okay yeah yeah what the deli do you not know about the deli tell us about the, the deli. deli uh so brian yeah. what kind of research are you doing did you stalk him in person he dug deep do you know like my social security number now or what like eight one five two six five three oh four no 815 is like way too late in the social security chain, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a little older than that. Uh <laughs> what? Come on. You have like the fucking index of social security numbers memorized? What? What? No. I don't know. But I, I know when people works. around my age are in the chain. The point is I know your social security number. What's the first number? Two. Four. Mine's two, so you're wrong. Hey, mine's two. See? But I'm older than you, so yeah, I mm-hmm. guess debunked. The deli. The deli. Uh, so yeah, um, so after uh, all that chaos, uh, fun. I'm going to call it fun chaos, 
um, I transitioned to a different team um, that was just starting up, uh, but it kind of existed on some level, which is called Black Ops. Uh, and one of the first uh, big projects I worked on uh, was Hack Week in 2014. And uh, we did uh, like a full kind of transformation around the office with uh, installations and uh, secret operations. Secret, yeah, secret, real secret stuff. I took it upon myself to also uh, do an additional project to be my Hack Week project. Uh, and I made a sandwich shop inside of the office um, that was actually uh, made to order t-shirt station. And I love, you know, food, uh, love sandwiches though. Like, Specifically sandwiches. There's like, there's like an art to make. What's your favorite sandwich? sandwich? Yeah. I mean, that's tough. It depends on like the day, the weather. Have you had Salamaria's roast beef? Cause it is the dopest dope. No. Uh, if you had wise sons, Reuben, yeah. or I don't like, I don't like corned beef or pastrami is legit though. So good. Why made to order t-shirts? Um, for one, it was, it was something that like became apparent immediately starting at Dropbox. And I had experienced it in MailChimp too, that just like within the, uh, you know, tech world, like people love t-shirts. It's like, uh, I don't know, like you can tell people like, Hey, we're going to give away, you know, some t-shirts today. They'll be here in the office. Come and get them. And those people uh, are going to be there like an hour before said time because uh, people just love t-shirts. I don't, I mean, I I like t-shirts. You're very simple. Simple t-shirts. Simple, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it's also fun to like put, you know, like some weird stuff on t-shirts. Um, I have one of your t-shirts. The one from the Dribble Meetup. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, you were there? I have I one of your there. posters. You didn't see From Creative Mornings. Me? You have one of those I too? God. I was you guys, so new to the city though. We're like. I feel really uncomfortable now. <laughs> Not safe. We've been watching you from we're, afar. We're the, the pervois perverts. <laughs> okay. Trademark. Don't even try. Trademark. Hashtag. No one's ever made that joke that before, hashtag? guaranteed. Probably not. Ever. 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 Uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was, I didn't really know what to expect because we were trying to be a little cryptic and like sharing what it actually was. Uh, and we like sent an email letting people know what time to show up. And lo and behold, there are hundreds and hundreds of Dropbox employees standing there while we were scratching our heads waiting for everything to actually start working. Uh, Screen printing is, you know, very interesting, very reliable, Mm, mm -hmm. super reliable. Mm -hmm. Uh, No no errors ever. 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 Pretty much a seamless process every time. Um, So, yeah, it was, uh, it was just, it was really cool to, you know, not know what to expect and 
Uh, did you have to get permission? Yeah, that's the coolest is to never know what's going on. Who asked for permission? It's the best. Yeah, like, did you have to get permission? Did, did you just fucking move a screen printer? Into uh, on, on some level, I did kind of have to, like, get approval to, like, set up this, like, screen printer. Screen printing setup and a, like, deli cabinet and uh, speakers that we were blasting death metal and surf rock out of. Do you like San Francisco? Uh, you moved here for Dropbox. No, do you like tell. not at all, or just like um, beca- uh, the reason that I'm curious. Are you like adjacent? <laughs> I'm like adjacent about San Francisco. So we talked to a lot of people, it's like a okay. killer, and Bryn and myself included are advocates of moving to San Francisco for designers. So perhaps you can so uh, counter that. For that piece, I would agree. Oh, okay. Um, I, there's so much opportunity here, not just, uh, within like places to work, but people you get to meet, uh, and things you get to like learn through them, uh, and get inspired by, uh, there's definitely like a really, uh, awesome, like, and there's not even one, there's like all these like different circles of, uh, you know, people that, uh, like all kind of specialize in different things and like i don't want to say clicky because it's not like a negative thing because essentially like all of them know each other like they they mix but there are these kind of like little like pockets of groups that are like different and kind of like operate like on different wavelengths Uh, a lot of them seem to be around like companies or like styles of work or things like that sure yeah uh yeah, there's like, you know, you get the whole, uh, the like fandom thing too about like wanting to go work at a company because totally. there's a bunch of really talented people there and you should want to do that because you can learn stuff from those people. Um, I, I mean, I think the biggest benefit in working in a place like Dropbox was uh, what I got to learn even outside of just like, the typical type of projects I would work on because uh, interaction isn't my forte, but I've definitely gotten a lot more uh, perspective on like how people that do work on a lot of that stuff, like really look at those types of projects and like how they approach them and uh, how they like navigate around like certain, certain issues and uh, you know how they respond to, uh, feedback from whether it's a user or some someone internally uh it's just you you get a a different take on things uh and it's like it's just it's like free it's just there uh it's, you don't have to like ask anybody like hey can i uh can i sit in on your your review here that's in the middle of the walkway to the bathroom because you can just stop and like listen and observe and walk away but yeah lurk you can lurk. Lurking's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, on that end, I think San Francisco is really great. Uh, it's a city of lurkers. But it, all the designers are going to move here, and it's just going to ruin everything. Yeah. Designers are the worst. So what do you not like about it? Uh, I think the hardest thing for me to, like, still even, like, get over is the uh, extreme difference in like cost of living. Uh, but what about the extreme difference in like wages? 
Um, Cause it feels like a pretty big difference. It's de- yeah. You definitely like are going to take like a, a, a pretty a big jump forward, but at the same time you could very easily be forking out like 50% or more of your paycheck every month to, you know, live. Um, and even more so if you don't go to like a larger company where you have, you know, all these perks of free food or, uh, you know, a company phone. Um, yeah, no one spends money on those. What do you mean? Yeah, like no one spends money on those elsewhere in the country. So those don't come out of their paycheck otherwise. It's not like it's not like that's included in perks. I think you have it backwards. Yeah. I think everywhere else people pay for that's their own food. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm like, these are like big things for yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's, yeah. I, like, I was Sorry. And it's like, you can look at it being a lot of little things, but they're going to add up to be a lot. Like once you combine them all together, uh, you know, and like healthcare is, uh, you know, very expensive. Uh, even if, you know, you have an employer that's paying for part of it, like you're still paying a, a good bit, even more so. Like if you have a family, uh, and a kid who even does that. Yeah. I'm just living free, man. <laughs> Figure if I don't worry about it, it's not going to happen. Just, <laughs> just uh, adjacent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like that is, uh, like, I don't know, just really hard for me to like feel okay with, um, even more so like having a family cause you know, you want to be able to save money and, uh, you know, provide for your, your wife and child and, uh, you know, be prepared for emergencies and you you definitely can like I'm, I'm not saying that i'm like broke every time i write my rent check i cringe every time i write my rent check but um the numbers are ridiculous the numbers are the, ridiculous. the percentages are a little low, like they're better i i paid like triple my my mortgage of the house that i had in georgia so it's you know it's pretty yeah it's a pretty drastic difference. Granted, everything else I feel is like somewhat comparable. Like, uh, and you do definitely like you're going to save some money because you're going to, you know, you can use public transportation and save on like a car payment and gas all the, you know, all the time. Uh, no, I don't do either of those things. <laughs> I have no two public vehicles here in the city. It's I still have a car, but we, I mean, car, every, motorcycle. I, yeah, motorcycle. But everything that I do is like on the island. Well, how do you do anything on the island of Alameda? Man, I got a, I got a Target and a Safeway. A beach. Oh my God, he's got Island Target. Island Target. Island Target. We went to Hawaii and we were so excited about Island Target. It's a different kind of Target. Yeah. I just got back from Hawaii. How was that? Amazing. Very weird to go from 80s and like sunny to 50s and rain. But, mm-hmm. Which uh, island you on? Oahu, right? Yeah. Flew in Honolulu. Yeah. It was nice. I liked it. First time there. Very relaxing. Uh, but just, you know, all the like, like tough topics that constantly fly around, like not only like in the media, but like that even bleed into like the workplace, uh, that are all really valid, um, uh, about housing and how like people that have lived here for years are being like pushed out of their neighborhoods because they can't afford to live there anymore. Uh, and how it's like physically changing like the footprint of the city and like 
like the the personality, like all of these older buildings being knocked down to build Brian's uh, corn maze apartment. Um, Brian's the bad guy here. Let's let's keep the focus <laughs> yeah. on the fact that Brian is the real. Well, his, he's the villain. He. It's not Brian Lovin, it's Brian Villain. He's okay because he's over like a like a burial ground. Is that what you say? No, he's or? the worst part. He's like twenty three. <laughs> so it's like he's pet, like it's like pet cemetery <laughs> in here, right? Yeah. Um don't get lost on the way yeah. out. There's just a lot more uh I guess like kind of like just tension like that you have to like figure out how to avoid I remember first uh, moving here and being like, people hate us here. Yeah, it's very overwhelming. I actually have a neighbor that I specifically, like, I, w- I haven't lied to him per se, but definitely had a conversation about how uh, the tech industry is ruining uh, <laughs> the neighborhood. Uh, so I and just responded like, with, yeah. He's like, oh, where do you work? You're like, uh, the, this the brace just, is from working on a, an angle yeah. grinder. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, it's, I don't know, that's that's tough because you see that in a way you are a part of that problem, but you also see like that there are problems that, you know, are being attached to you that like may not be because of you, but. They're tech adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> they're. You adjacent. They're Bryn adjacent. Basically, yeah. Brian. Brian. Brian's the problem, is what you're saying. Brian. Brian. Uh, Yeah, so that's, I don't know, that's, uh, it's just, it's uh, very intense here, like, just because of things like that. And it's very fast paced. Everything feels magnified. Yeah, yeah. Everything's like, you know, bigger or like more stressful, somewhat harder, like, even like using public transportation now, like it's, it, it's pretty chill. Cause I get to ride a ferry across the bay, but there's multiple steps in that process. Like I have to get to the ferry and then I, from the ferry, I have to get to Muni. So um, what you're saying is motorcycles, mo- motorcycles. Uh, cause they're like super safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never have a problem with those. Nope. Never. Not once. No one's ever died on a motorcycle. Nor had their ankle crushed like a box of crackers between a rock and a hard place. That was brutally visual. And Br- visceral? visceral. Visceral. Yeah, on that note, we're out of time. <laughs> we are out of time. We're going to get back to the injury because we talked about it, but we never talked about it. On our next episode with Justin Pervorce and Josh Puckett. Oof. Dark. What's the injury? Give us a preview. Uh, what, what's the cliffhanger? The cliffhanger. Well, I'm I really messed up. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. perfect. I made a Is big a, mistake. Should should we just like leave it there? Is yeah, that your angle? I messed up. That's, that's my that's angle. That's quite a grind. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, just it was. I wasn't being super sharp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guys, that was beautiful. Way to keep it in hand. I yeah. like it. Is there anything you want to plug before we wrap this one up? Um. What do people typically plug? I feel like Twitter? I stop every time. Their favorite person? Their uh, favorite product? Hey, I have so many for favorite themselves. people. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I mostly talk about dumb stuff. 
I I used to only talk about street turds that I would see mm. when I first moved here. Mm-hmm. Yet another issue with the city. The game dogger human. Yes. Uh, at Justin Pervorce. Pervois. Pervois. Uh, yeah. I have a website that's just nothing. But eventually it's going to have like a shop. Just, I know just a I, page. Yeah, there'll probably there's probably going to uh, be a shop that's there. That's what you're saying. With some stuff. You to make buy. promises. You better keep them. Some stuff. Some bags. You can buy some bags. So people can buy the bags. So people from you? can buy some bags. Totes my goats. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for taking the time. Yep. Thanks, man. That was episode 89. Thanks to Justin for taking the time to come hang out with us. We hope you enjoyed listening. If you need more good stuff for your ears, go to spec.fm. We have five podcasts in the network. Can that be our new tagline? Good stuff for your ears? Ooh. Yeah, but we're also going to do blogs and stuff. Designers and developers? <laughs> yes. Go to spec.fm. We've got five shows in the network. Working on more. Big news coming in 2016. Until then, hit us up on Twitter at designdetailsfm or join our Slack team at spec.fm slash Slack. Over 2,500 designers and developers in there talking about the latest and greatest in design and development. Before we go, huge thanks to the two sponsors that made this show possible. First up, Dropbox. Dropbox lets you work the way you want on any file, with any device, from wherever you are, with anyone you choose. They'll handle all the syncing, all the sharing. They'll just get you up and running to do whatever you need to do. And that way you can just start building more interesting things. You can check them out and get started at dropbox.com. Thank you once again to Dropbox. Also, thank you to Wayno. They are a full-service digital agency, cranking out amazing work, and they want you to join them. They're hiring. They have offices in San Francisco and New York. Go to Wayno.co. That's U-E-N-O dot C-O. Tell them we sent you. Click the careers link in the top and get a job at one of the best agencies in the world. Huge thanks to Wayno for supporting the show. Once again, that's at Wayno.co. And we'll see you on Monday with Dan Mall.